Breaking news out of Orlando, the terror attack on a gay nightclub. Right now, at least 20 are dead, maybe more. The shooter also dead. Temperatures have caused drought and hunger, prompting migration and contributing to instability. Kincaid Fire remains the most stubborn challenge that we face. Barely a month after the Lion Air 737 MAX crashed in Indonesia, killing 189 people, an internal FAA memo warned the MAX would crash again. Welcome to the Good Guy Revolution podcast. This show is recorded in the Valley of the Sun every week at Shaneland Art, located at 301 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona. I'm the diva, reminding you that you can change the world by just being kind to one another. Now, please enjoy the show. But I remember saying prayers next to uh, a lady that she was speaking Spanish and I was speaking English. Isn't that beautiful? And we were both just together. And, you know, I mean, we yeah. like held hands there in the Our Father and yeah, said yeah. it. And I Peace said it in English you. and yeah. she said it in Spanish. It and it amazing? was just like, yeah. we're all saying the same thing. Yeah. And that's and- beautiful. Hi, this is Gene Moore. And welcome to the Good Guy Revolution podcast. Today we have a great episode. Jason Hill stops by and he tells us this amazing amazing story about connecting with a stranger and so i hope you enjoyed as much as i do thank you for your support and the downloads and i just i'm so thankful for it thank you god bless you and i hope you enjoy this show the good guy revolution podcast starts right now i'm gonna take my shoes you off. can okay? <laughs> yeah do it yes it feels like the comfy couch yeah 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 okay and okay. do you hear us okay Okay. All right. Live. Okay. Okay. And it's just okay. So it's just us two. You're. Are you? You're. He's here. Do you make cameos or anything? We like, do. We, we do. We, we okay. do reference him in the video. Okay. He's. He, I. I want Ernesto to work on this project with me. I want him desperately, but he's busy. He's. Ernesto's always busy. Oh yeah. Okay. So I'm like, can you just help me either format it or put it together so that we can hand it off to someone and then you because te- I I can't talk like Ernesto. Like I can say I need this and he'll. He can get through the idiot and figure out what I need. A, a normal person I couldn't. I see what you mean, yeah. Oh, I totally, yeah. They don't speak Gene more. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? So No, I, that's like, that's me too. I can't, I need like somebody to kind of like. Interpret. Be, yeah, I'm like, I, I don't do the technical like. Yeah, aspect of, of no, any, and I get like frightened, this, yeah. and then I get nervous, and then I overcompensate, and then yeah. I, it's weird, and then I'm like, well, and then I go into inertia, and then yeah. I don't do anything. Uh, so. <laughs> so thank you for being on this show. Thank you. Thank I thank you. you. I would tell you, it's it's been an inspiration. We had some good guests so far, and our focus is is uh, mm-hmm. I really do believe, and I know this is probably some kind of mania. Okay, I think the mania is uh, uh, that I can change the world. And this is how I want to change the world, right? Because I have no desire in this life to be rich or famous or any of that. But I can help my brother and I can help my fellow man just by saying, hey, things aren't right here. I feel like the world's going a little fast, going a little mean. So I'm reaching out to people like you who I think have uh, it together. Do you have it together or is it an illusion? I mean, what, I don't know. I, I guess. Because I <laughs> what's like... It depends on when you ask me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, I've got this all together. This is all straightened out. Yeah. I've got. I've just got to keep going, keep it moving, I'm going, and I'm I'm gonna be fine." And then other times, like, you know, I think everybody gets that like kind of lost or like just I get you just freaked out because everything. Yeah. I think you're right. It is like the world's kind of mean, yeah, in a lot of ways. And yeah. are you and sometimes. I think it's like I think it's also just that the world's like loud. Yeah. And, and Is it so getting louder when, or are we older? I don't probably I don't well. even know. It's probably always been that way. I, don't, I, I it really is. and here's the thing. In my mind in my mind, like my best age was like eighteen to nineteen because I had no fear of being a fool. Like I joined the army and I did a lot of things wrong, but I would always say to people, I'm kinda learning and I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I never suffered from the anxiety of people are gonna think I'm an imposter. Like sometimes when I'm on stage, I'm like, "This is a show where they know I'm a fake." You know what I mean? I never had that when <laughs> when I was like eight. I yeah. was fearless, and I just and I love and I always try to be in that energy. But I guess the reality is, I'm 14. I had a lot of traumatic stuff happen to me, and I never really moved on. So like when anything happens to me bad, I go back to that energy. 
So I don't know how old I am. Am I at 14 in the eight, or my current age? You know what I mean? Like, how did, did you ever have any trauma or ever have any issues or kind of where you go back to that point of pain and try to move on or? I would, I would say yes. I think when I was, when I was 12, mm-hmm. um, I have like a, I was born with like a chest, my chest goes inside, mm-hmm. uh, like it, my sternum is basically like curved, so it goes like towards my my spine. Okay. And uh, when I was, uh, yeah, I was about that age, I was like fainting, and I also like had, I don't oh, know, I have all the, it's like 12 years okay. old, and I have all these like kind of, I don't know, I've got, it, it's like, they, I think I have a Marfan syndrome, which is like this... Uh, why I'm like very tall and thin and and my mm-hmm. skin's real stretchy and stuff because it's uh, it causes like and it, part of it is like you have a heart mitral valve prolapse and all these other things and and yeah. anyways what is your uh, joke was, when you say when have, people hug you they feel like they're hugging hangers is that your joke or oh it's just a, yeah it's just I'm very like pointy and it's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. people like. And you, yeah, I, like yeah, you always get getting close. It always like feel like people always are like, kind of want to like. I want to be a shoulder. I don't say this is the joke, but now I'm thinking it's like people want to like lean on my shoulder or something. Uh-huh. But then they try. I'm like trying to be comforting, and it's like bony bone in your face. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. I want to be a nice person, but I can't. I'm too spiky. <laughs> I'm too. Sp- I I hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think. Where was I going with that? I, I, so my chest, my chest goes in, yeah. and when I was that age, it was like an inch away. My sternum was an inch away from my spine. Oh my god! And so I was, I was fainting and things, and so they were like, "Well, let's let's fix that." And uh, I had to have surgery. They like put a bar in, and it like pushes the chest wall out. Oh wow! And I think I go back. It was just like, and just a lot of other things. Like yeah. in my family, my parents got divorced around that time and stuff. And so I think I was just sort of like. And that's just a weird age in general. In general and I think yeah. all that stuff kind of was together. And I like, so I, I think, yeah, sometimes when I feel kind of like, I get what you mean. Like, like that, that stress. When I'm stressed or, or I yeah. feel kind of like helpless, like I can't do something about a situation, I go back to that, to that mindset. Yeah. And I, I just kind of become, because when you're sick, you're just yeah. dependent on every, like more than any, uh, like, uh, you know, I was that 12, I'm like starting feeling. to get my independence, like that little bit yeah. of like, I can take care of myself. And then I, you get like knocked back to where like, yeah, you need people to like yeah. tend to your wounds. I need a medic. But I mean, when I look at you though, I see you as a very friendly, you're always smiling and I, and I, that's how we grew up. Like, if you're in pain, I would remember this, Jason Hill, <laughs> when my mom and dad would have these horrible fights when they were getting divorced, horrible fights. And it would always be like when we were getting ready to go somewhere they yeah. would, and it would be a meltdown, right? And then we would all go to the place where we were supposed to go acting like none of that happened. <laughs> and to me, that's the story of my life. Like, I'm always in that car acting like it didn't happen. But it did. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people don't know how to get out of that. And so, but to me, when I look at you, you're someone that hides it. And you at least put that best <laughs> face forward. You know what yeah. I mean? Which, is that good or is that bad? You know what I mean? Is it not truthful? or? I mean, I feel that's who you are. Yeah. You're I, a hopeful person. I think it's honest. I don't. I don't want to think... I mean, I I think that that the trauma is a part of me, but I think mm-hmm. uh, you know I I have to I can't just let let it be. You know, yeah. I think, and that's easier said than done. Like some, like I was lucky and I had a lot of support and stuff when yeah. I was that age, so I was able to kind of like move past it. And yeah, uh, so but I think uh, I think. I think what I put forward is is genuine. I try. I, I, I don't. I don't try to hide anything. Like I. I just. Uh, you know. I. It feels good to 
to just like people yeah. and to ju- you know what I mean? Like, I know. I was yeah. at a show once in uh in this girl and I was just messing with you and I didn't really know you, but this is why I I got a really good feeling <laughs> of who you were. And we were in it was uh where Leslie Barton used to work, that vegetarian restaurant place did a show. I can't remember. And it was they had a patio out in the back and there was a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cornell. And this girl got done performing and she walked off stage and as she was walking past, she was outside when she was walking past. I go, Thank God that whore's gone right and your face was in horror you're like oh, why would you say that and i was just joking you know and you were so hurt by that it made me laugh and feel bad which is my best feeling <laughs> so I, that's why i got a sense but i want to ask this and i hope it's not too painful and you tell me if it is if it's not okay what is the most painful thing that was in that period when you were in that with a with the back and in your health issues what was the most painful thing that happened that that was just really is that too much to ask no i uh, the thing that always well i think it was just uh because part i had the surgery and then i ended up getting like a lot of like infections after it and Mm -hmm. so like i was just like uh i had to keep having surgery where they would go in and clean the wounds and stuff Uh, like that and it was just like it was messy so that i think was it painful it was no, but it was like it felt like it was just never going to end. And at that age, like it took it, it the whole process. I ended up having to have like maybe oh, I don't even remember at least like five uh, times where they had to do that. Um, and it was just sort of like at, at that age when and it's over. It was about a year of my life and. But you know that's I've only I had only had like eleven other years, yeah. so it was just like, seemed like a lot. It was like, oh, this is it. This is what life is. Like I've oh. got a thing, and and I think I felt very helpless. But um, so that was I think that's part of it. It's just like the elongated trauma of it, you know. Yeah. But then um, I remember this time. And it's still like I still don't really know. Maybe you'll maybe you'll give me some insight into this. But yeah. I, there's like this one thing I I that always like I remember there was this nurse uh, that worked in the hospital. It was the first the first time um, when I first had the, that first surgery, which was the most physically most painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she was like kind of always there and she just kind of kind of showed like an interest in me you know and was like talking to me a lot asking me about my life and all this stuff and i like i was kind of you know i had i was like it, she was younger so it was nice to like have somebody like all my friends were all still at school and stuff and i was like oh somebody like okay this is cool like I, i'm making a friend kind of yeah and uh and then she like kept asking me all these like she would like talk to me about my life and was asking all these like real nice questions and I was like that's great wow and uh, and then like one day uh, she came in and she's like hey um, I just wanted to ask for your permission I I need to I have to do this project for school it's <laughs> like what. She's like, can I can I tell people like your story or information like yeah. about what you're like all that stuff that I've been talking to you about? And I was like, oh, this is research. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And she's like, okay. And then I think I I like never saw her again oh. after that. Like it was just a total like, God. you know. And and so I <laughs> I didn't even like really. I kind of thought it was weird at the time, but then, yeah. you know, it's like sometimes when you get your feelings hurt like that, you yeah. don't even realize that yeah. that's what's going on until like late, like later, like f- probably five years later, I was like, oh, that hurt my feelings when she did that. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because yeah. uh, that's what I think most humans do is betrayal is the most painful thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and betrayal is, sounds like that is the issue. That was, it sounds like you felt. Well, you didn't say it, but it's, it's like the energy is like your body has betrayed you and there you are getting help. And then someone else is coming in here and took advantage of you and betrayed you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that is it. Did that give you trust issues or? Probably. And I think that whole experience did just because. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like when you're I, it gave me a lot of perspective when you're sick or I, I work kind of with people, I've worked with people with disabilities for a while and it kind of, that's kind of given me, I think I, I reference back to that where, you know, people just kind of, 
uh, assume like once you need help with something, especially if it's physical, it, it takes a lot of your uh, like agency away, you know? Yeah. And, and I think uh, it just seems like I'm not like kind of what you're saying. It's like betrayal. I'm like, I'm not in control of, of yeah. anything. Yeah. And so I get kind of like, if somebody starts trying to tell me what to do, especially when it's about a medical thing or like a, a health like a wellness life thing like yeah. somebody like gives me a, like I, I i have a that's probably my worst trait honestly my like i need to work on is like i if somebody gives me advice or something i'm very i like want to feel like i'm i've made all of my own decisions yeah you know and yeah. like so i i think are you stubborn in it? it and like don't even tell me i already know i can research it is that I tr- yeah i try not now i've got i think i've gotten better i'm mm-hmm. married now so like <laughs> that's been like a big part of kind of yeah. way you know you work on yourself in a relationship right i yeah. think that's probably been what what i've yeah. really been working on throughout it i've just been a little more receptive to like yeah. if uh if if she offers me some advice like it's not it's not a an attack, attack. It, yeah. it's like yeah so you know i've just been doing that and uh i think comedy has helped me with that because yeah. you know i i try to learn from other people um or yeah. just doing doing anything creative, you yeah. know, just be, you know. It, Did it help you with your compassion? Did it help you, like, when you when you see people that are in pain, do you, l- let me ask you this, let me rephrase my questions. I was homeless for a while, and so I worked my way out of it. Like, I was so embarrassed to be homeless, I didn't want anyone to know, and I just got myself out of it. So when I see homeless people, I judge them. I'm like, why are you not getting out? out of it I, I get angry i actually get and i have to i don't say it but i get angry and then i look at them and I'm like you're faking it you're not even and like i'm trying to assess their legitimacy <laughs> and then yeah. i'm like that's insane why am i doing it so when you look at people that are ill do you ever look at them with anger like i got through it or are you more compassionate i think i i, I think i have more comp- compassionate i'm not so trying, you're to, a, not trying yes, to you're a better person than me thank you <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, there are definitely situations where I'm not, but I, I think, uh, no, I, I just, because I think it, it taught me that I think something I try to keep up, I try to keep in mind. And I don't know how, if I, 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 I went to school for, for, um, psychology. That's what my, I have a bachelor's in yeah. psychology. And I think one of the things I, I've learned from that is just like, you can't even begin to not just like somebody's experiences but you can't begin to imagine like what is happening in somebody's head you know right and and between even if you ask them and even if they seem like what they're saying is very like honest and insightful you don't it's hard to really know because there's so much that happens in your brain between your brain and and it coming out of your mouth that it's just like and you never know you never know what people are going through yeah never know so so it's just i try to just remember that and if somebody's i can see though when somebody's struggling Mm -hmm. and when somebody you know like so i i just have to try to trust that and if somebody's having a hard time i i think i I just, it's hard sometimes because a lot of people are having a hard time. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes people can use that as a way to manipulate. Sure. And to not, you know, and and sometimes the best way you can help somebody is to just say, like, you need to be accountable. You yeah, know? and you need to do that. And, and, I, I yeah. think that's kind of the hard part. It's So, I you know, I say, like, I'm more compassionate, but that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. It's just... Yeah. two different approaches because sometimes it, the best thing you can be for somebody is like well why aren't you moving I think, what, yeah. I think they need people need you to be smart the genes else. in the world <laughs> to be like stop being homeless yeah. <laughs> get your stuff together you yeah. know you're like, well I don't know it's like okay last night I watched The Lion King and The Lion King reminds me something that I have as all humans have within us we have a good and a bad like mm-hmm. I see Mufasa and Scarface as the same person you know what I mean? Like everyone has good and everyone has bad, right? Yeah. So in that movie, they just showed it. They separated. But really, it's we all have good and bad in us. And the hard part in life is being able to navigate when to bring the good and when to bring the bad out. Because have you ever heard – oh, you, of course, you probably read this where they did that 
study where like college kids, people who come from good homes and good places, they get to like sporting events and they, they think they're good people, but when they're in an environment where they get to be bad and get away with it, like mm. it just comes out and yeah. they do these horrible things. And then they're afterwards they're like, why did I do that? Is that really who I am? And you know, they go through that and you yeah. know, it's so weird. The, like the, yeah, the, it, people's roles it's yeah. it's crazy how that dictates like who you the situation you're in can change who you are more than i you know think it, more than who you are can change the situation sometimes isn't that crazy and for me that is kind of like what the show is about is being able to say to the good this is the good guy revolution mm-hmm. we could do that we could still maintain it because like currently right now I know what's causing me a lot of pain is when I see what's going down at the border. Um, we just now know that there was a 16-year-old boy that was killed. He was killed by yeah. the United States. You can cover it up in a different way. I hate to be that strong, but he had the flu. They kept him in a cell, and they videotaped this whole thing. It was unlive oh, footage. So he had a flu. He was from Guatemala, and they put him in this cell, and he needed he needed help, and they didn't give it to him. And Why he, did they videotape it? Well, they, I guess they monitor all oh, of like the cells. Oh, like a security. Yeah. Th- okay. There was two people in the cell. So he dies. You know, he dies. It's painful, and he dies on the floor, and the video shows it. Um, but what's more outrageous is four hours later, the other boy wakes up, sees him. So then the police come in, and they do an investigation. Did the other one kill him? And they do a whole investigation. So there's – they mm-hmm. – adults authorities seen this but then they only released to the rest of the government short video of they were saying it was just a mistake it just happened you know but that didn't just happen that's cruelty you know what i mean but here's my point is that those people are probably the guards come from good homes they're good people mm-hmm. you know what i mean but they're in an environment where that is okay and to throw away another human life and that yeah hurts my heart you know what i mean that's where we are as a country right now you know what i mean where some people are looking at that issue and and saying you know we need to move on i'm stuck there jason i can't like i'm like i feel bad for getting up and going to work and like this kid is dead like and somebody mm-hmm. needs to event somebody needs to go to jail right there like i could drive yeah. to it yeah. To where these people are, you know, within a day. Yeah. And it's happening. It's that close. It's something about it being that close. And, yeah, and it kills me. Yeah. I tell my friend Ernesto, who's here on the sound right now, he's, <laughs> it's funny because he can't talk. <laughs> it's probably killing him. But I, uh, I tell him all the time, I want to run for Congress. And I just want that to be my issue. Like, I just, I just don't know why we're... I don't know why when bad things happen, how we just are able to move on. Cause I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like school shootings. Like how does that impact you when you hear this? Cause we're in a part of the life where it's, it's bad. Yeah. I, I think. Are you get, one of the guys that just moves on? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, it. I try to still be, you know, I mean, I, I try not to let it, affect how i right. interact with other people in the world but yeah. i you know I, I and i try to just do what i can yeah. but uh i agree i i i think it's like i um my wife works with uh kids that are like they have like psychological issues like behavioral health issues um and almost across the the whole like everyone who she works with there's it's not just an illness like they aren't just born with like adhd and they're bad kids or Mm -hmm. something like that it's like that almost all of them have been traumatized in some way their parents have abused them somebody's abused them they've seen Mm -hmm. you know a lot of suffering or you know before they're even like seven years old you know um and it's so common yeah and i and to and what your to your point about people just who were seems like they were born and they were grew up fine and it seems like they were okay but then they're in a, a position of power and they just end up yeah. doing something kind of monstrous so, yeah. you know um i think it's it, it it definitely i i spend a lot of time kind of like trying to learn more and research and yeah. figure out like how but then it's at a certain point, 
it's, it's overwhelming. It's, it's, yeah, because it, yeah. it just seems like, well, where do I begin to try to like address this problem? You I know? think and, I think we need to go back to kindness. I think it's as simple. I think it's as simple as this: is somebody's trying to get on the highway and they have their blinker on, let them on. Don't speed up or or put your shopping cart away or maybe just be compassionate that people are doing the best that they can. You know what I mean? Give somebody the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? And But we're in a society now, I feel like, where everybody is entitled and it's like my feelings come before yours. And mm-hmm. um, I thank God that I was raised Catholic because that Catholic... <laughs> faith which i struggled with i want to be very honest i loved me i love being a catholic i do i love being in church in mass i love that energy of good kind people i love all of that and i know i did all i was raised in the church and then as i got older and i heard about what the priests were doing um i kind of had a distaste for being a catholic i thought it was you know wrong and then but now i'm going back to my faith you know what i mean because i don't know what else to do i mean you know what i mean i yeah. don't know what else because it's so bad but i think i think we have to do something i think you and i and all the other people that are good we have to say no to nonsense what do you what are your thoughts yeah absolutely. will you join my army yeah. <laughs> we go beat up people no, no, I, no. I i love that i i think uh i think there's not really any other I feel compelled. I'm like, well, if I am, if I do, I think that's what I was raised Catholic uh, too, and Mm -hmm. I I feel the same way. I mean, I I still haven't gone back to church for a while. Yeah, Um, but I definitely, and there's a lot of, you know, I mean, I'm not I'm not quite there yet, but there's a there's definitely, um, I you know. A lot that I've realized, I'm like, oh, that's still who I am. That's still like kind of yeah. the basis of of my soul and yeah. my how and my and my mind and everything. Like, I still yeah. believe that you know everybody has value, yeah. and, and that I feel the kind of like I don't know if I necessarily feel like there like God would say like you have to go and help do something about this but i i just feel like you know there's not an, another choice i know I, you know if i do believe that everybody's valuable and that i you know like this then i need to go and so yeah i think we should we, we uh, need to we should probably do help help these kids and these I, I other mean, you know everybody there's so much to do and it is yeah. overwhelming and you have so much going on in your life and everything's moving so fast so i get it but yeah. i mean we have to start somewhere and what i've been doing and i don't feel good about it but i've been correcting people like i have a day job and i part of my job is to help people and i help a lot of sales people and i get it they're in warrior mode they talk fast and they're yeah. not clear and i you know they say horrible things to me it's re- sometimes to answer the phone makes me want to go to the bathroom because it's so stressful because they're so mean like they don't when you pick up the phone it's like like oh thank you hello it's they just give you a loan number and i don't i'm not like a telemarketer or anything like i have a desk and i i'm working and then they yeah. call in and they just push their crisis on me and i used to take that now i fight back and i'm like whoa you you just called me you should at least start with hello let's start with (laughs) at least with hello and uh because i'm very good at what i do and i can help them i know i can help them but i'm not going to be i'm not going to allow you to mistreat me and now and then i i scold them but not in a that's the wrong word i I stand up for myself and I say, that's not acceptable. Yeah. But then I take care of them and then I always call them back because I have to because I'm so guilty, the Catholic kilt. You know, I call <laughs> yeah. them, I'm like, are you okay? Can you look at everything? Are we good? Yeah. Are we good? I always say that. Are we good? And they always say, yeah, and I can move on. But I don't feel good about that exchange because it's not my lane. That's not the energy I live in. And it's new for me to, and I did this too recently. I yelled at somebody for not putting their card away. And I did it in a very passive aggressive way. You know what I mean? Not yeah. even like a man. Like a man would be like, <laughs> put that card away. I was like, I went over and, and, uh, <laughs> oh my God. So I grabbed the, the guy puts the car and it was like, we're going towards another car. So I go and grab it, right? And it was an older man. 
like maybe 50 or 55, kind of, but not too old. But I grabbed the card and I said, you know what, sir? I served in the United States Army. I guess I'm still serving for lazy people like you who get put their carts away. <laughs> you said that? And he's like, what? And I'm like, put your goddamn cart away. I'm like, this is part of the deal. You're going to let this go into this guy's car? And he's like, I don't care. And I'm like, well, you should care, you piece of crap. You know what I mean? And then, then I put the card away and he drove away. And I'm like, okay, what What did I what did that do? You know what I mean? Like I put negative energy into the world. I didn't even feel good about that, but I feel like these bad people are getting away with it. And nobody's, I feel like they take advantage of our niceness and I'm yeah. mad about that. Yeah. I'm yeah. mad. How do you feel oh. <laughs> about me being mad? I know. I agree. I was thinking about that. Uh, the other day, I, like I, that's, it's funny. Like, I think that's one of the, I don't get mad very often, but that that will make me angry like a person who's just letting uh something go on like who's who has if you you know we were talking about feeling kind of powerless to help everybody or you know it it just seems like so much but when i see somebody that is they can clearly help somebody if they just put in like the the way that they can do it it's so obvious but they're just they just don't want to because they don't feel like it you know they're that just drives me crazy it, it, yeah. it because you just want to like shake somebody and be like don't you know i mean it, it I, I don't see how they think that's okay okay yeah I, and it's it's like uh what i don't know what what are we doing all this for right if we're you know like it it's like life right. is so much right like why <laughs> right why aren't we ju- like if, just if you want to just like not worry about things like go live in the woods you know yeah. like if yeah. You, <laughs> yeah but we're all together so you like. go do something about it <laughs> like help you know just yeah. be yeah. courteous yeah I just, it's it's a it's a trying time and i think if you look at it and you focus on it too much you do get the view that this is the way of the world but it's not because no. i'll tell you this um, Danielle Williams, she had cancer and we raised a lot. We all as a community worked together and helped her raise money mm-hmm. very fast. Strangers giving to another person they don't know. My goddaughter at five months old had cancer and the parents were nervous, you know, about the money because they're young. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, she was scared. And my coworker, Hin Vu, she's an amazing human being. Uh, she, uh, she was scared and she's like, what do I do, boss? Do I make these appointments? Do I go? And he's like, yes, make all the doctor's appointments that you can. We'll help you with the money. And she didn't, I don't think she believed him. And then he told me, you know, this is what we need to do. And we did that. Mm-hmm. You know, he spearheaded yeah. it. Um, and we, we t- all together as a community, mostly with our company, because it's an amazing company, I hope raised almost $20,000 in like a week. Wow. So, Life is good. Yeah. There are good people here, Absolutely. but we're being outnumbered, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Can I use the Yes, you can. You can go to the bathroom. I love that. And while you're going to the bathroom, I'm going to bring over Ernesto Ortiz while we take this break. And we're going to take a quick quick break. You sit right there, Ernesto, because in a sh- real life show, you can get along with it. You yeah. Take your time, Jason. <laughs> take your time. We're not going to listen through <laughs> the door. Uh, run the water. Yeah, run the water. As you potty. Ernesto, and I thank you for being here. How have you been? Great. <laughs> <laughs> how have you been, Jim Moore? Well, how, you've been listening to these shows now. Uh, what for, do you think? Am I? How do you feel about where the world is, Ernesto? Are you feeling like it's a little negative or? The world? Yes. How are you dealing with it? But I feel like the world has been negative since the beginning of time. Oh, so you're one of those. So, <laughs> so how am I dealing with it? I don't know. You know it, what? What is interesting listening to this is all the thought you have put into that topic. Like, it, the world's messed up and and uh, and how are we dealing with how How am I... Uh, how am I dealing with it? Um, yeah, that's interesting to me because I honestly, I'm not that kind of guy that does that kind of stuff. I just, uh, you know, get up, try to survive the day, go to bed, and then there's the next day. So, yeah. 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 But I don't know, like, really, Ernesto, that border thing is, I'm struggling with it. Have you heard about it? His yeah. name is Carlos. He's yeah. from Guatemala. I was just reading the, the story. And right it's now. really bothering me. It really bothers me that 
everyone's just able to pick up and move on. Mm-hmm. It's not. How are you, how do you feel about that? Well, it's very sad. And and are we, you ready to r- help me if I run for Congress? <laughs> <laughs> Ernesto knows our current congressman. We're, I'm in the district where he's friends with the Cong. I you yeah, know him, right? Yeah, I know him. I'm not friends. And he and I'm like Ernesto, we have to run against <laughs> Ruben. What's his name? Ruben Gallegos. Gallegos. Yeah. I'm like he's. This is democratic precinct. You know what I mean? He's a Democrat. He should be speaking out. He should be down at the border. He, you know what I mean? And he's, if he's not doing it, I will. And, and I'm like, Ernesto, we need to run. And I don't know how to do stuff. Yeah, together, we're a good team. We need to, we, we need to, well, he says we need to run. I was like, no, no, you need to run. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a big job. <laughs> yeah. Ernesto, will you help me? Well, you get back to your show. All right. I'm going to think about it after the show. Hi, everyone. In this spot right here, which we're saving, it could be for you. This is where we're going to put advertisers or sponsors. So if you'd like to sponsor this show, please contact me and we'll put you right in here. And we together can change this world to make sure that it always stays kind. Sponsor me today. Would you vote for me, Jason? I don't know. <laughs> I would vote. I'd, Are I, you in this district? I'll, Will you move to this right district? Now, yeah, I'm actually homeless right now. But oh, <laughs> you are? Yeah, I mean, not like in a... I have shelter, but I don't. Like. <laughs> oh, you say okay. Ernesto? The sound is he put the put it in your mic. In your... <laughs> That's not what it looked like to me. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I am in I am the guy guy guy. Host. How do we say his last name? Guy Gallegos. Yeah, I'm gonna have I, to I get that. But I'm gonna debate right him. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah, but my I live with my brother right now because okay. I I'm saving up to to buy a house. Actually. Oh wow, yeah, so. house or condo? But, uh, well, hopefully a house, but it, we might end up with a condo. I don't know. We'll see. I'm kind of open, honestly. We've if you need a few. loan officer, I know lots of them. I know lots of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. I might. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. Yeah, I oh. work in a mortgage company. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for yeah. who? Well, I, well, Maybe what we if we shouldn't say? What if I say no? Air. I think <laughs> this, it's it's called Movement Mortgage. Okay. And it's an amazing company. It really is. I I was worried when I went there, Jason, because w- let me tell you this: I go to this company and I sit there, and uh, and they are they're a Christian based company. And right away they show that they show in the orientation how they're praying and that the CEO is talking about being Christian. I immediately went to my Facebook and deleted that I was gay because I'm like, I really need this job. Like I really needed the money. And so I was worried, you know, and for like two weeks I was incredibly anxious. You know what I mean? Like they're going to find out, they're going to find out, you know, they're going to find out. And so uh, then finally my boss is like, what's, can I talk to you? It's like going on. And I said, okay, I just want to let you know I'm gay. Let's just get that out. And he's like, okay, what else? What's, what's your issue? And I'm like, I'm gay. And he's like, I have a brother that's gay. What are you talking about? Like, I'm like, oh, so it's not an issue? And he's like, no. And everyone at that company has been really accepting of me. And what I like about it is I consider myself Catholic, which Christian people don't consider us Christians, which is funny. Yeah. you know. But I love being in a company where I can be you know, in my faith. And they allow that. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Full, your faith and your... Yes. Your whole identity is accepted. Yeah. So, and it's, I've flourished. You yeah. know what I mean? Because this is who I am, you know? Well, that's what you're talking about. People being over... The nice people being overpowered or whatever. Yeah. I think that's getting at a lot of that because it's like you... It's these weird divisions that people have decided to make. And I think people have started, you know, once you hear it enough in your day-to-day life about like, oh, well, Christians don't like gay people and that can't, you know, and this has to be this way. And everybody, you know, it's like, that hasn't been the way people started. uh, When I started really kind of separating from the church, Mm -hmm. I think that was a lot of what was contributing to it was I, you know, I started to, to see how, you know, Christianity became associated with conservatism. Right, right. I did too. And those two things started to blend together. And, and I, I saw it even in, and, you know, it's not like, you know, the church is totally innocent on in that. Or, right. Or, or religious people are because they, you people start to th- think, well, if I believe in all these things, then... I, I can't accept gay people or right. I have to feel this way about, right. you know, Muslims or right. I have to whatever. Right. And um, I think now it, I've seen that there's just more. I think that's a big, that's a cool thing about like 
the internet and people coming yeah. together and it's where people are having better conversations yeah. now. It's not controlled by one set of people that have a certain agreed. Set of beliefs in. I agreed. And you know what? Can I tell you this? You should go back to mass. I and but go the energy that I go in with. I, I used to go to mass with the energy like I it was a different energy. Now I go in there with no anything. Yeah. I just go in there and I just sit and then when you're around good, kind people, you know what I mean? That are really, you, one of the things that I always had a problem, I don't have a problem with Christians. I shouldn't say that. It was a thing that made me write, raise my eyebrows is that we were raised that when you help people, you do it quietly, the good Samaritan. Mm -hmm. And so it troubles me when I see people like giving food to the homeless and they're putting it on Facebook. I'm like, oh, why would you do that? That goes against everything. Why would you put people in need on Facebook like that and blast? Oh, when they record the person? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't offend me, but it just is like, why would you? And you're letting everyone know that you're doing charity? You're supposed to do that privately. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's like telling people how much money you make. It's like so offensive. Yeah. But when you go into church and you see people that are good samaritans it re-energizes you you should mm -hmm. try it you should try it one time i should i you know i've still uh go back i tell ernesto but ernesto's <laughs> not interested he's not there yet no i i think i still <laughs> have that part it's it's a mix of you'll come there uh, maybe you'll come i there. think it's a mix of that the what I was talking about with the I I don't want to listen to somebody else's thing yeah yeah and I think that helped that was a big part oh, of it because like you they're know, talking one, down to you yeah and yeah. and once I started to kind of separate mm -hmm. from the church I you know I really felt that from a lot of people that I really have I really value their opinions and and yeah their, and and I think you know. Uh, but but it's like once you start to kind of separate it even even when you said I should go to mass I honestly, oh you got I mad like, don't, don't don't tell me Eugene tell me you're gay you're, you're not even going to heaven <laughs> I'll tell you this <laughs> you're not even going to heaven Gene you're just gay but I'm Mexican I remind you that and now I will be able to get over that gate I swear so? to God <laughs> I will get, I'll get over I'll get over don't you worry yeah, don't you worry I'll be there you know what I mean well and I I see. You said you're Mexican, yeah, and that just clicked something else in my head that mm. I do. I will say this about mass is that the most beautiful thing that I one of the I one of my most val like it still affects me to this day about mass. Um, I remember I was going to I forgot what it was. It was some I was very very Catholic when I was mm -hmm. a teenager. I was really out and I was just constantly involved in it and everything. And I remember this time um, we were at a, a service um, at the for the bishop in Tucson. I was in the diocese of Tucson, okay. and we were all at the cathedral there. And it was like so. There's you know it was a huge. The congregation was really large that day, and I forgot, I forgot what the event was, but they were doing it. Um, the mass is the same all over the world no matter what language you know that but oh, yeah. but no matter but but like if you're catholic and you go to any other country um even if they're speaking a different language you kind of know what's going on because sure. it's the same sure. the same prayers and the yeah. same thing just in a different language you yeah. might not understand what the, the template what is, what the priest yeah, is saying yeah. in yeah. the sermon but but i remember saying prayers next to uh a, a lady that she was speaking spanish and I was speaking English. Isn't that beautiful? And we were both just together. And, you know, I mean, we yeah. like held hands there in the Our Father and yeah, said it. And I said it in English and, and she said it in Spanish. And it amazing? was just like, yeah. we're all saying the same thing. Yeah. And that's and, beautiful. And yeah, I think that that core of it is like, how could you can't. And that's what that's what bothers me when people make it a divisive thing and, and make it political yeah. and everything, because it's like, you know, this is way past uh you know, like people get real fixated on behavior mm -hmm. and what you should do and what you shouldn't do and how you should think about God and all this other yeah. stuff. And it's, it's like, that no, moment we're all just together. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. And that's what's important. Yeah, is that that goes above everything else. I think know? so too. It's like know. a good moment where it's it's a yeah. human moment. 
Yeah. It's a human moment. And you you know what I love to do? I love and this is gonna be so hacky. I can't even believe I'm saying <laughs> this out loud. What I love to do is uh I generally like to make people laugh. I like it. I grew up in a family like my dad was an alcoholic. I'm not angry or talking in a disparaging way. He had issues. I get that. Um and it took me a long time to get to that. You know what I mean? I had a lot of resentment towards him, but then I realized he did the best he could, you know? But I when my mom and dad would fight, they would have these horrific fights, just horrific, right? And they would sometimes get violent and they're really, really bad. But uh, I would always be the guy that would, after the energy would go, I would be the one picking up and cleaning. And as I'm doing that, picking up the mess, because, you know, for my brothers and sisters and my aunt would lived with us and I would mock my dad not mock i would like reenact the whole fight Mm -hmm. but it would be funny you know what i mean and i had to do that i just had to find the funny (laughs) yeah and so i like making people laugh you know and so sometimes this is god forgive me like when i'm crossing the street like i'll make like a like a pantomime like i'm trying to run but i'm fat you know what i mean and i see them laugh for a second (laughs) Yeah, yeah like they laugh and they wave you know and then i'm like I feel good about that. That's a total stranger, and I just gave them a moment. You know what I mean? And yeah. they gave me a moment. They gave it back. Yeah. It's hacky, isn't it? Isn't that no. desperate? No. It's so desperate. No. No. That's the, if that's, that's the whole point, I think. Yeah. That's to me. I mean, like. Do you have you, goofy things like that where you uh, that entertain I that? people and that you'll never. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, I'm not a fool. <laughs> I, that, I don't remember doing that reminded me of i had that same experience where somebody would this guy i was at i was at a traf i was at a red light and a guy was crossing the street mm-hmm. and um started doing i think he started doing like a moonwalk or something like oh, that yeah. and was dancing and i remember like i look i was laughing and i looked at like all these other cars and they were all laughing See? in their cars, and he was like waving at people. It's beautiful. And driving is usually it was like at rush hour and yeah. stuff, and like you know everybody's all like yeah. gonna you know uh, it's scary because everybody's yes. like running each other off the road, and people are angry, and we're all in these metal things that yes. are gonna kill each other and it's stuff. Terrifying. And it's like, what are we doing? But then all of a sudden, this guy made us yeah laugh and it's like we're all thinking the same thing at the same time and yeah on the same page and yeah, like, yeah i always call those moments whole, that, I, those moments to me are where you realize that we're in this world but not of this world yeah where we're in it but we're not of it and in this world the bad takes over but we're we come from a different place when we go back home we have to be able to tell the stories of how we made people laugh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what i think you know that's i mean that's what i lo- i think that's what stand-up is that's what i think really it's like and music it's like art that's what makes stand-up art i think is that it's like because you know no matter what else is going on all those people when it's when comedy is happening all those people are in the same place and they're sharing in that same experience it's a beautiful moment and and it's like yeah maybe it's funny for different reasons to different people or maybe it's not funny or whatever but it yeah it's like i love that realness of it where it's just like this is what we're all doing right now and we've all decided this is the person we're going to pay and i'm in charge to. and i'm in charge yeah. so shut up because we're doing this yeah. and, we're do- and we're doing it my way yeah <laughs> we're taking we're going on wherever this person we've all agreed like yeah. this is what's happening yeah and i that's what i love i know yeah. i want to go um to this um right now uh let me ask you this like what is you know as we're talking about how we're navigating through this and how we're in this in this world what what are you doing right now is there like a book or is there a music or is there a movie is there something that's giving you inspiration to to keep on to keep you into that hopeful spirit hmm what do you do when you feel I, when you feel uncharged what do you uncharged ch- to kind of like get charged back up i you know it kind of it kind of varies uh, i think it, on how i'm feeling but i i think when i really feel like when I need to, I think the the best thing I can do is just try to remember to be mindful and present, um, and ex- like. But is there anything I, specific you do? Is there like a movie you watch? Is there mo- any, um, or is it just alone time for you? Is it just being in your own? I think, yeah, I'll I a lot of times I'll just kind of like lay down and I'll listen. I'll put on music and I'll just kind of like listen to whatever song I want to think about. Uh, at that time or whatever you know like that kind of thing yeah. or um just trying to i uh 
<laughs> I'm trying to think of a specific thing though that I that I always kind of go to. Um, is it food? Because I'm I I, I go you to think comfort. It's food? For me, it's food. For me, <laughs> do you ever do you do do you do that? I like, cook. Go, I definitely I love, and I think that's kind of the 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 mindfulness thing too. It's like I I just do something that I can put all my energy into, and I I have like I'm living with my brother right now, like I said, mm-hmm. and I I'll make us him and my wife and myself like a meal, and I can just like pour. Yeah, all my yeah. all my attention into it, and it's like really, just, and I'll put on like a like nice classical music or something, like something nice. And, yeah, and it's like just cutting. I love like looking at uh, cut up vegetables. They're like the most beautiful <laughs> things to me. Like I make like a lot. Like all my food that I cook is like very like I kind of just throw a bunch of things into a pan and yeah, like, yeah. and mix it and you know, yeah. but. Uh, the color of it, but yeah. the color of yeah. like peppers yeah. and onions and yeah. and whatever you know, like the grains and some. I do like rice and beans and tomatoes and all these, you know. And yeah. I'm just like make, putting it all together, and then uh, it's like you smell it, and they're like just like kind of letting yourself. It's kind of it's just like a whole sensory yeah experience. I and think everyone's that's what sharing it, comes it down to yeah. Is I I just try to like. Over, I think if I'm if I need that recharge, I just need to just fill my senses with things that are positive and that I love and that that make me feel good. Yeah, and that make me feel like not just that I am getting things, but like things are coming out of me that are like yeah. you know, I'm like I'm feeding people, I'm feeding yeah. myself, I'm you know, like it's just there's goodness. So I think cooking, yeah, yeah. I'd say if I'm really uh, that like. If I'm really feeling low, or uh, not just the stuffed all together, but I, uh, my mom's spaghetti sauce, that would be like the ultimate thing. Really? She, I have like a spaghetti sauce recipe. Are your mom and dad still alive? Yeah. Okay, go. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people aren't. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and it, I, I'll just like, it kind of is a nice. Has she ever. Has she ever tasted your spaghetti sauce? And she's like, this is almost as good as mine, or is it like better? She has. No, my brother. Because I make it a lot. I'll, I'll, he does. He'll say it's better than mom's. No. Oh, no, no. That, but that is the goal to be better than your mom. I, you know what I would love to do? I would love to do a taste test. Your mom's and yours, and then you know what I mean. You should do yeah. that. You should do that as a contest. What? <laughs> that's not where. That's not the feeling I want. Why am I gonna hurt my mom's feelings? Mine? I'm not saying mine's better. I can't. I could see a trophy, and I could see bragging rights, and you could do it every year. It could be the cook-off. Isn't that horrible? The lady that gave you life, you're trying to one-up her and best her. I'm I put sorry. real garlic in my mom. You just put garlic powder. I don't know. I think it, I think it shows. I think it shows. you can tell. You can taste it. I, it put a, I put a fresh tomato in there. <laughs> as as we uh, as we wrap this up, and I thank you so much for coming here. Thank, thank you. you. I Thanks love for it. having me. I, hope, oh, I, yeah. love, I love it. Because um, like right now, when we we're talking about recharging, this has recharged me. Good. You know what I mean, it really yeah. has. Because I've been, you know. And so, uh, as we leave, though, one of the things we do on this show is for anyone that's listening. If you're listening, God bless you. Thank you. Um, but I say. Uh, if you're struggling right now and maybe you feel like you're alone and maybe you're in a dark place, maybe you're you're just tired, you're depressed and you just don't see any options. Like Jason was talking about when he was a kid, he's like, this is the way that life is. I'm in pain. This is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that hopelessness is what I'm talking about. And so if somebody is there and they're in that moment, what would you say to that person? Would you have anything to say to them? What do you? Well, you know, I've, I've been, uh, I have like, I have depression, mm-hmm. um, and I take antidepressants, and that helps, and everything, you know, helps to kind of keep my brain so, so I can still address why I'm depressed, mm-hmm. you know, instead of it just being so. First, if I, if you feel like you don't have any understanding or explanation for why you feel down, I would say like maybe talk to your doctor because that could be part of the problem, <laughs> but. <laughs> ascending that like going past that into the more like you know what what i would look at is um what i try to to think now is if i i still get depressed and i still can be in kind of a low state and i've been that way for the past couple months honestly i've been feeling that a lot Mm -hmm. 
Um, and the best thing I would say is to just, if that's where your brain, what your, what your mind is doing right now and what, how you're feeling, accept that. Um, and if you're in pain right now, I think the best thing that you can do if, you know, no matter what it is, is, is you're not going to be able to fix anything until you can just really face your situation honestly and openly and just, and, and not try to put, um, not try to cast it as this is good or this is bad, Mm -hmm. but just accept, you know, suffering is something that happens in Mm -hmm. life. And, um, it comes around and there's something that can really freeing when you're suffering and you can accept that in yourself and see how that is such a human experience and it can help you just being honest with you, with your situation and, and accepting, um, the pain that you're in, if it's physical and addressing that pain, like, but, but, or emotional, <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of like, I feel like I'm losing my no. train of thought a little bit. <laughs> Go back to the sauce. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, hear I would, but, it, but, you know, I think sometimes we just try to fight how we're feeling so much and try to cover it up with, you know, like, mm. pizza, uh, uh, or a new car, yeah. spending money. Yeah. And, or just like, forcing it down um don't like you're don't deal you with know, it if Put you're it not if you're not happy that's okay you're not life isn't always happy right um but what's important is that you still let yourself experience it because uh if it, it's that much better and that much more genuine when you do come out of those those experiences and you're not they're not scars and they're not something that's that's damaged you or has impeded mm-hmm. you through your life but it's something that made you stronger you know because you're uh being tested? you've allowed yourself Do you feel like it's a test like you're being tested or is it just part of life i think it's part of life i don't know i don't think there's a i i think that's what i i'm trying to get at is is it doesn't have to have a a, a point you don't have to you know you're maybe um it's kind of hard because it's so I, I, without it being a specific problem it's yeah. hard to say but i just i just mean if you're suffering it's just i would say let it let, let it, it let it let yourself feel what you're feeling and accept that and know that you know that's okay to feel how you're feeling right now um and the first the best thing that you can do is to just accept it and love yourself um throughout it and don't don't feel like you need to change mm. um don't just make just let yourself know that you're okay and you're gonna there's, make it there's nothing you know the at a certain point you know we're just in this world and everything's just kind of beyond our own control and just right. kind of let let it go let it go. Does that make sense? It totally makes I, sense. I hope I'm not like just sounding no. like I'm reading memes and bumper stickers. No, it's a lot to put somebody at the last, but I just want people to know they're going to make it. They absolutely, absolutely. going to make it. You're yeah. going to make it. And, yeah. it's, and this is the, this is, this is part of what the rappers call street cred. <laughs> you need it. So, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, the most human thing is to suffer, you know? pain. Or, it, yeah. or maybe not the most human. It's also laughing and sex and, yeah. well, Animals have sex, anyways. <laughs> but but love and yeah. you know, I mean, just like it's suffering is a part of all of that. You know, like it's it's the same. At, you know, like when you look at, at your life and you'll see the parts that yeah. you loved and you'll see the parts that you suffered and yeah. when you worked and you yeah. know, it's all part of that that same big mosaic of your life and and to just uh, enjoy the. The, the time that you have on this planet. Yeah. And even when it's scary, it's like, all right, it's a roller coaster. And here, life is bad right now. <laughs> but, you know, hey. Like, but your mom makes great spaghetti sauce. It. So it's, yeah. there's hope. <laughs> yeah. Like, just be freaked out. Like, you're, you know, your life is terrible. Like, it's a, just view it like a scary movie. Yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah. And, you know, later on it'll be a comedy. You'll be fine. <laughs> I love it. Later, so really it is. Go through life as a scary movie and know that it's going to turn into a comedy. I love it. I love it. Thank you for being on my show. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. I really, really enjoyed the time. And it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in it's a while. Good to see you. I have not I seen you. Oh, I would say, before we close, I do want to say I remember a couple years ago where we did a show together where we decided to sing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we decided that we were going to make cancer and suicide funny. Right, yep. and so we were going to do a play, and I played cancer. And what, who did you play? Oh, you played I was the, death. Yeah, and so Leslie Barton <laughs> played cancer. I played suicide, and it was a musical. Yeah, and, we, and people were like, "We did this as a bit," and people were like, "What is happening <laughs> for right? a Christmas special?" <laughs> for a Christmas special, it was like a well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was very entertaining, yeah. though. You know what I mean? So we had good music. So, but I, I just I think about that time. So it's good to see you again. You too. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate me five stars. Very important in iTunes. And if you could leave a comment, whether it's good or bad, I would love to read it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe wherever you download. And please join us again. And remember, stay kind, be nice, because you're going to make it. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please stop by Shaneland Arts for all your art supply needs and check out their website to obtain more information on creativity coaching for artists with Shane McCall. He's not here to be the hero of your story. In fact, he'll help you realize you are. Visit their website at shanelandarts.com today. Sound and Engineering, Ernesto Ortiz, announcer, the diva, and your host, Gene Moore. Please join us next week for a new episode of The Good Guy Revolution.